Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm Chris Woff here at St. James's Park after a really, really embarrassing day for Newcastle United. Just being defeated 2-0 in the FA Cup at home against Watford. Two goals, second half, first from Andre Gray and then from Isaac's success. But it was a performance from Newcastle whereby they barely mustered an effort at all. Uh, the 30-odd thousand Newcastle fans who were here did deserve far better. I'm joined here by Chief Football Writer Lee Ryder who uh, I can see the disappointment etched on his face. Uh, Lee, verdict on the game in general. We've just been chatting just before there and just seeing how really from the early stages you could just see it wasn't going to be Newcastle's day, couldn't you? Yeah, you could. It was just so flat. Uh, I think you summed it up well when you said it was a, almost like a pre-season game, the, the lack of intent and uh, passion, really. I think you know someone like Sean Longstaff come in the team today and he carried a midfield basically as a 21 year old kid he's come in he carried the midfielder today you know Murphy he won a couple of corners okay he, he did a bit uh, but for me Hayden was poor Kennedy was particularly bad he's the player that you, you turn to isn't he he's the outlet you get him on the ball and he's meant to, to cause some damage but he, he just didn't seem to be doing it and worse still he didn't didn't seem to care that about the situation and it's just really a, a sad state of affairs for Newcastle as a club, um, as a fan base. They're the ones who'll pick the pieces up tonight. I mean, you'd seen that when the second goal went in, fans just fought with their feet and walked out. And um, you, you can't blame them for doing that because it was an absolute, absolutely woeful display. I mean, I'm, I'm old enough to know Newcastle getting to cup finals and getting to semi finals. Obviously, I haven't seen them win anything. Uh, but and that used to feel like a disappointment, getting beat at Wembley or, or you know getting beat in the semi-final. But you know going out in the early rounds is just uh, is it's just typical of the of the current regime. And uh, you know as I say, you're almost banging your head against a brick wall. They don't care. And you say about them not caring. Mike Ashley has been in charge. This is his twelfth season since he's been owner. Newcastle have won six FA Cup ties during that time. I think three of them have come, come under Rafa Benitez as tenure as manager over the last three years. They've won the Cup six times in the past, but Mike Ashley just seems to not care about it. If you, if you think about the last couple of weeks, he was at Stamford Bridge, was not at Ewood Park for the FA Cup replay. Yeah. He was here last week for Cardiff in the Premier League, did not come today for an FA Cup game. And really, that fact that he doesn't care about it, doesn't seem to care about it, seems to have seeped into the rest of the club, doesn't it? And now, if, if the owner and the management don't care about it, why should the manager and the players also... That, that message transmits through to them, doesn't it? Well, it does, and I'm really interested to hear your view and the generation, your sort of generation as well, because obviously you want to see the club kick on. And OK, we, we don't go around thinking they're going to win the cup and the, the, the contenders for silverware, because those days are long gone, but at least you try and have a run. I mean... For this, even for this club to get to a semi-final again now would be brilliant. You know, another generation of fans going to Wembley for a proper game, not playing Tottenham away, by the way. Um, and today, today was a perfect opportunity to get through. The, the, Watford made so many changes today, and Newcastle just couldn't. They didn't even have it in them to take the game to them. And and are the is the modern player? I mean, I've just been in the mix on there talking to a couple of players, and I just got the feeling that. They're not bothered, and they're obsessed with the Premier League, and you know this whole thing about staying up. Really, you shouldn't you shouldn't get a pat on the back for finishing thirteenth, fourteenth, but that seems to be what what'll happen at this club because it's been neglected off the field in terms of recruitment. 
I mean, that's what you're saying. It seems that the subtotal of the ambition at this football club is merely Premier League survival every year. The Cups have become, and yeah, I've grown up in a generation whereby, certainly since the mid-2000s, basically since Ashley came in, the Cup competitions have become secondary, and that's largely because of the policy the club have. And they even have a, a manager like Rafa Benitez who's won the competition before, won other competitions, and he now is treating it in exactly the same way because basically those above think that's the same. Just slightly away from this match, it's been a disappointing 24 hours in general from Newcastle point of view, hasn't it? We thought that yesterday was going to be the day they were finally going to make a breakthrough in the January transfer window. It turned out Jordan Lukaku was on Tyneside. He was at the training ground yesterday when we were there, the pre-match press conference. But the deal hasn't happened. Seems that there's been an issue with the medical or whatnot. There's been conflicting reports about exactly what's happened. But Newcastle are back to square one on the lane. And where where did they go from here with Benitez wanting three players before Thursday's deadline? Well, his press conference after the game was telling for me. It looked like someone who'd given up hope of getting players through the door. Um, yeah, there are a couple of loan inquiries still fizzling around, but he said it himself, and they said, you know, it's January the twenty sixth now. He said, I don't need to say, I don't need to say anything, and that for me was basically almost resignation to the fact he might not even sign one new face. Um, he wanted deals done on the first week of January. We're going in the last week of January, still isn't done. You get a player as close to, you know, to the point where. He's getting these publicity pictures taken in the black and white shirt and then the deal doesn't happen for whatever reason and whatever reason is right, it hasn't ha- it hasn't happened so it doesn't matter, that one's gone now. So you can see how disappointed he is but it just wonder, you just wonder where, where Rafa Benitez uh, goes from here. Just finally, I mean, that's deadline day is Thursday, but either side of that, on Tuesday, Newcastle have Premier League, defending Premier League champions coming here in Manchester City. And then on Saturday, the other side, they go to Wembley to take on Spurs, who, although they have a few injuries, will probably have Son back from the Asian Cup. This couldn't have been any worse a preparation, really, could be for those two games coming up. Yeah, confidence and morale wise, it's the worst preparation you could think of. But you look at, you know, Man City coming here, what type of a game is it going to be for the for the paying punter? It's not going to be like the classic games where, you know, Newcastle at least had a go and would lose, you know, 3 2 or 4 3 or 5 4, or whatever. It's going to be Newcastle getting everyone behind the ball and trying to. You know, squeeze out a draw, and you know it's just not going to be a good spectacle. And then you, they go to Wembley against a very good Tottenham team, so they will get a Wembley in one way. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I don't harbour any hopes of getting any points out of the next available six, which would put them right back in the thick of a relegation battle. Well, thank you very much for your time, Lee. Lee's going to go now and, and write some of the, the quotes from Rafa Benitez's press conference. Just joined now by uh, NUSC editor Mark Douglas, who looks is just about as enthused as me of Lee have been during the first few minutes of that podcast. Mark, your reaction after what was really a very deflating afternoon for everyone associated with Newcastle United? Oh, I'm like, really disappointed, to be honest, because I, I did think today was a bit of a free hit for Newcastle at you know, I wasn't. I don't think you can be confident that Newcastle are going to win against Watford because Watford are, you know, they're, they're pretty level pegging with with them all season when they've played them in the two games. Either of them could have gone any way, but they made eleven changes. Newcastle made seven, um, but it wasn't. It wasn't just about quality today. I think you know sometimes it is about quality with Newcastle, and you can't. You know, you you can't really hammer them too much for losing to some of the top teams because they just don't have the quality there. Today was about. 
lack of a plan, the players who came in, there was no fluency. I think it's always a case that you bring players in and you, you know, the team looks looks to lack some cohesion, but there was no plan at all. Didn't look like they knew what they were doing. Um, too many players just just didn't look at it today, and and I don't think the manager was at it today. I don't think he was. I've got to be honest. I don't think it was a priority for him. Um, I don't think it was the same sort of attitude from anybody to do with Newcastle United on the playing side today um, that there was, that there was is for Premier League games it just felt incredibly um, low key and you know the manager made substitutions at the end brought on a defender with three minutes to go to play midfield didn't bring Rondon on fair enough Rondon's you know very important to the team but it just it was so flat so poor um, that you just can't be you've just got to be disappointed with it because I, I don't you know they go out you, do, you knock out footballs like that you, you can go out of the cup and sometimes play well but to go out like that after the way that they played at Blackburn um, was rubbish why wasn't Cal Roberts involved today you know he would have done more than the, the lads who did play um, you know I understand that there's nothing much in the in the academy in terms of strikers but don't tell me that somebody out there couldn't do better than Jocelyn and I know that Rafa likes Jocelyn I know he scored in the last round but that's two home FA Cup games where he's had a chance and he's done nothing. Um, so yeah, really disappointed because it. I'm not saying lack of, lack of effort because I don't. Th- I think they tried, but there was a real lack of just ideas today, and it was just grim. And it just it summed up the mood around the football club. That and that mood has been there for over a year, maybe two years, and today was a mood, a, a performance in keeping with the mood at Newcastle. Yeah, and I mean, you say about the mood that, that's been there for a long while. Rafa Benitez himself, certainly throughout January, if not a bit before, has seemed extremely deflated. Newcastle had back-to-back wins in two separate competitions, and that seemed to, yeah. on-field matters, seemed to, to, to have changed to a certain degree. But all that momentum seemed to be sapped away today, and ahead of Man City defending Premier League mm. champions coming here on Tuesday night, added to the fact that the Lukaku deal fell through yesterday, and Newcastle are going in the last five days of the window without signing anyone, mm. and the manager just said he doesn't know if anyone's close to coming in. All of that just adds to the negativity, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's been a negative. It's been neg- negativity around the football club for. Um, pretty much since the summer um, it's been a diet of total negativity I don't think there's been anything really positive apart from a few wins um, where you know that's a, a short kind of burst of excitement but it's just been it's just been negative from the start but what's going on in the transfer window is pretty uh, as pitiful as today's performance really to be honest with you it's, whatever the excuses and I know we, we've written extensively about the transfer policy which explains why it's not happening but it's it's just poor you know just want to bang their heads together and say get on with it go out and get some players because the problem is that you've seen what Newcastle have got in reserve today and it's not enough um, they're only one injury away from you know Rondon goes down on, on Tuesday they're playing Jocelyn for the rest of the season and possibly Mutu comes back from the Asian from the Asia Cup but I mean he's unproven not done enough so they need players in but my worry now and I, I still think they probably will get players in but my worry now is you get into five five days left. Um, there's not a lot of room for manoeuvre. You know, you saw with Lukaku what happens. It took it, that's two days wasted because he was effectively their number one. Well, he was a left back target. He comes here. He's not what they thought he was. You know, they've obviously been sold a bit of a pop in terms of his fitness. Um, if that happens again in the next couple of days, they haven't got enough time to rectify it. 
why haven't they done why haven't they done anything you know they tell us there's money available and a lot of fans just don't believe that but that's what they've told us so go out and spend it get 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 moving you know get moving there's there's big things at stake here it's not just about Rafa's future it's also about this club in the Premier League um, and if they get relegated they could have a long time in the Championship so the, the negativity around the football club is totally justified they haven't given people a reason to be positive um, since the summer um, the transfer window so far has been you know as bad as we expected and that's the depressing thing isn't it we expected it to be this bad nobody's sitting around you know angry because they expected it to be anything other than what it's been which is just a crushing disappointment um, no Mike Ashley today you know, no takeover at the moment no transfers no FA Cup no nothing to win apart from a battle at the bottom which you know when you look at the table they should win because there's only really one place to play for unless Newcastle have a horrendous second half of the season and get caught by Fulham who are seven points behind them now eight really with goal difference they'd have to go some to get beat to get overhauled by Fulham but you wouldn't put it put it past Newcastle if they don't bring players in because um, there's just not enough in that team not enough in that squad to cope with injuries to key players and um, that's what's happened Rafa made a point after in the press conference didn't he about John Joe Shelby getting injured in the FA Cup um, is that what this club's become that you know you can't play somebody for 10 minutes Rondon for 10 minutes in case he goes down you know it ruins the season you know how that effectively is what Rafa's saying in that press conference and how depressing is that I mean you mentioned about Rafa there just, just as a final point you said that that the performance today, everyone has to take their culpability from it, including Rafa Benitez. I mean, the negativity that there has been, he made the miracle comment and things like that. Do you think that that, that the manager himself, as, as bad as the situation is behind the scenes and as justifiable as it is that he is in this mood that he is, that he needs to, to snap out of that to a certain degree? Because is that negativity feed now? Or do you think that, that really what else what else could his mood be given that he has had so many disappointments to get through yeah I think I've got to be honest you know while I share his his disappointment in, in things and I think I respect his honesty throughout the whole of this thing I think he's been he's been really honest with, with the fans in the way that he, he talks about the club um, I, you know I, I was critical of the miracle comments because I just didn't think it it was necessary and I didn't think it was actually accurate either that it would be a miracle to keep this team in the Premier League Um I think he is contributing towards the negativity by what he's saying and by, to be honest, by the, the football is negative. If, if they were playing good football and getting beaten or they were trying a little bit more in certain games, then, you know, trying to win a little bit more in certain games, then fair enough. I think we could we could accept it last season, um, not so much this season, but then he's not been backed, has he? He's not, he's not had what he needed. So I don't blame him for being negative and, and I, you know, I think... I, I, understand why he's why he is the way he is totally um but i think it'd be a lie to say that it's you know oh fair enough rafa you know he he's he's a master of knowing you know the mood how he he affects he knows that he affects the mood um but then but you know he's only telling the truth isn't he he's only he said at the start of the season um the way he felt it was he said at the start of this january he was very negative at Liverpool, wasn't he, about how the transfer window was going to be? He's just being honest. That's how it is. So I don't blame him too much for it, but I, I, you know, it is affecting the mood. It clearly is because um, people are, you know, it set off the, the summer and January. It, it, it set the tone for the, for it really, and um, it it does increase the heat a little bit on on the people above him, but they don't seem to they seem totally tone deaf to it in some ways. You know, they don't. It doesn't feel like they. 
you know, they, they see the urgency of it. Um, and you just think, like, Ashley was here last week, he spoke to Rafa. Charlie speaks to Rafa every day. They all speak, three of them have spoken in the last few weeks. Like, why can't they just get it sorted? Why can't they just come to an agreement on, you know, I'm not, and that's not, that's not Rafa's fault, by the way, that is not Rafa's fault because feel that you know he he's just the manager he just makes the, the, the signings and stuff and he obviously feels like I'm not I just I'm not going to go down the route that Pardew and McLaren did and just accept any player that they you know oh, we don't want that one who you want but we'll let the likes have just gone out <laughs> which seems inappropriate on this but you know McLaren and Pardew it just became you know well you can't have the number one target that you want but we can give you this player who we think is really you know is really really hot as well and um, Rafa's attitude is just no. I don't want him. I want the player that I want, and that's what creates the logjam. But he's the manager, you know. You employ him because he's got incredible back track, uh, back record. He's got a great CV. He's done well in the previous jobs. He's delivered here. So, like, while I understand to some extent that the club don't want to spend a lot of money on twenty nine year olds and thirty year olds, I understand that. You know, what's the point in? in going on like this because it's just creating this you know negative atmosphere I mean, the atmosphere today was horrendous um not not in terms of fans not turning up but you know it, it is very anti ashley at the moment which i totally understand why that is but um that was the that's the mood of the fans you know whenever anything happens it's it's the mike ashley chance and i think the mood is close to turning it's really close to to becoming you know, really, really, really bad for this football club. Um, and I don't blame the fans at all. I feel really sorry for them. It's been a grim season. They spend a lot... The season tickets prices went up in the summer. Let's not forget that. They, they're charging more money to come and watch this. And it's it's just grim. It's just really, really grim. So let's hope five days to go in the transfer window. There's something at least to talk about that's positive that can maybe change the mood a little bit. Um, Tuesday's going to be, a, a, you know, a, a tough one again, isn't it? Um, and then you know it's two games isn't it two really tough games before a break where they'll probably um, you know they'll probably need that break to kind of reassess things but we just have to hope that in five days they can do something that they haven't done in 26 Um, well unfortunately the players and the manager couldn't give the fans anything to chew about today thoroughly depressing day really from a Newcastle United perspective I've tried to dissect it there for you thank you very much for tuning in we'll have all the the reaction and if there are any transfers that happen in the next few days fingers crossed then uh, we will have all of that on our website so please make sure you follow that